now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Pushing this button in the dark, y'all. Absolute darkness with just a little bit of light coming through and not from the sun, but from a light that my daughter left on. It is 6.52 in the morning. Morning. Uh, listen. I had to go ahead and start this conversation because I was having a whole lot of conversation in my head. And the dog is like stirring around because he's like, wait, do I need to leave? Is it podcast time? You hadn't turned on the light. You didn't get up. You didn't make the bed. No, I just got back in the bed under the cover. Cool fall morning, but I have already had to get up this morning and do some posting. I did some freelance uh, yesterday. Yesterday, I went out to a, uh, a voter initiative that was a press conference and a rally. And so I had a chance to do something I hadn't done in a long time since the pandemic started. Um, and so I had to throw on my PR black and my mask and go out and socially distance and uh, um, do some recording and some video and live streaming at uh, a rally. And so I'm 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 engaged, y'all, because I hadn't been out in the community. Um, and let's not even talk about the pandemic, but just... In the last four years, I have been, you know, working on my exit strategy. Like, I'm done blogging, but let me tell y'all, honey, this stuff is in my craw this morning because I could only be finished if I have really, truly moved the needle. And I, let me tell you, that's my goal, moving the needle. That's why I do how to get out of bed. I want you to move the needle on how to get out of bed. And let me tell you, it's Tuesday also, so, you know, today is my burn day, like, I didn't get to do it on Monday. Uh, I've got to do it today because, you know, if I keep going and going and going, what happens? My batteries, like, die out, deplete. And uh, so today I'm, I'm waking up well-rested. I had a great shutdown process yesterday, uh, shutting down the day, ending the day, going to bed, getting great sleep. That's why I could be up. And all of this getting ready to flow out of me. Let me tell you. And reason why I say... Um, if anything, if if I get back in the game or put on the hat or go tie up some loose ends, I'm going to look at it like that. I got to go tie up some loose ends because one of the things that you have to do in your exit strategy, you got to pass the torch, right? And there are some young people uh, in the blogging industry coming behind me that I am more than willing. Like, here, here's this baton. Take it, right? Because the generation prior to me didn't really do that. They were like, wait, what do you mean? coming for what are you coming for us no i'm just ready to work with working with the boomer generation wasn't really a thing you know they 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 had to mentor from afar you wouldn't get all up in their business as they would say they they had that mentality got mine go get yours okay let me just go start a whole other industry right i mean it is what it is and it is that way simply because Society is that way. The world was that way. And it's not negative, anything negative with them. It's just really understanding that how the different generations work. And you see it a lot, like right now, or not right now, because there's several other generations behind the millennials. But even the gen, I think we're like Gen X and then the millennials, talking about them, people talk about the millennials as if they're not our children. I'm like, hold up. I raised for them. Four of them. Yeah, I know exactly what millennials are thinking. I know exactly what millennials are accomplishing. I know exactly how hard millennials work. I know exactly where millennials are sandwiched between the starting their lives and their parents and their grandparents and, and, and the sister's kids and all this kind of stuff. You know, all of those things that, that are on millennials as they try to... And again, 
you you got a generation, this society trying to tell us we ain't even connected. Like, you really out there thinking, like, you're not connected and you don't understand millennials? You can't come to me and tell me that. And in fact, I'm, I'm going off on rant today about everything that you can't come to me and tell me this because... I'm all about moving the needle. I'm all about knowing this thing. And when I am confident in what I'm about to say, it come out like this, right? Let me tell you something. Um, there are a couple of posts that got me this hype this early in the morning. And one of those is um, comparing comparing black stuff to white stuff, right? And, <laughs> yeah, we're going there. Because... <laughs> I, I uh you know, Lovecraft Country and there's there's a lot to that story, but the Afrofuturism, let me tell y'all, part of my exit strategy, one of the last interviews I did, one of the last red carpets I went to was talking with uh Donald Glo- Donald Glover, Childish Gambino about Afrofuturism. Uh, some of the work that he was getting ready to do, some of the projects that he was getting ready to do, and I don't know if they ever came. seemed like all the stuff he was working on is kind of like on hold neck. It's going, it's like going to hit one day, right? Because all of it's been worked on one time. But the question I asked him on the red carpet was about Afrofuturism. He was like, "I kind of think we're already doing that because, you know." And, and he was talking about some projects, and at, and at that time, one of the projects was about to be snatched. Uh, from him because they wanted more attention. You know, see, that's the thing. Let me tell y'all something. People, people are always out here telling black folk they need more attention. And, and I feel that because I had to walk off a job one time, y'all. Now, if you know me, you know I don't walk off a lot of jobs, okay? <laughs> and the one I didn't want to walk off, they was like, you got to go. <laughs> but I remember, I remember one time I had this job. And it was but a job. Like, literally just but a job. I don't know. You know, it, it was a career for others, okay? It was but a job. And uh, and I was at supporting, you know, some vice presidents, this, that, and the other, whatever. I don't know. You know, whatever title they needed in this world, in this corporate world. And so one of the dudes, you know, he felt like he had, was fighting the whole world on his shoulders. And he had the nerve to tell me one day he wasn't getting enough attention. Now, when you say that to me, a mama four. And I just left my four babies to come up in here and give you eight hours, you know. And I know I was supposed to look at it differently. I know, I know I was supposed to have a whole other mindset. You know, they they even had another black woman come and tell me what kind of mindset I was supposed to have. You know, that my children are supposed to come second. I'm supposed to make all the <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, little girl, woman, lady, listen. I said, let me tell you how I'm about to do this job, right? And, uh, oh, she got so mad at me. She she gave me one of those, I'm bending over backwards for you, and I had to give her one of those. Anybody asked you to bend over for nobody? Because, let me tell you, she was leaving her baby at home alone. And I wasn't about to leave mine. Even though I had four of them, they probably could have took care of each other. And I know it happens in this world. But I'm like, honey, I, got a, I have a village helping me, okay? I have a village. And this job it can either be one of those villages or not. And I remember there was one guy, this guy was upset because there was one guy was like, hey, listen, you know, they had this mandatory overtime thing. I'm like, listen, let me tell you how that works. I've got to pick up kids at six o'clock. And I, you know, you know, and they were like, go get your kids. Go get them. Bring them, put them in the break room. We're going to get some games, some food and all that kind of stuff. And everybody else in the couple was like, wait a minute, what? What who's children in the break room having pizza and playing with toys? Because 
the key value piece in the scenario of what needed to get done that day had herself a need and it was fulfilled because she asked, right? That's one part of this thing. I'm, I will ask because one, I'm a, I will always know my value. So I woke up this morning. That's, that's how to preface. I'm just prefacing. That's how I approach everything. I don't have to be a part of it if it cannot be conducive to my uniqueness. Okay, so that's how I, that's what I take into everything that I do. And yes, there are always those that say, hey, this is how it's already working. This is how it's already flowing. You know, um, I don't know about y'all, but I know we can change the flow. <laughs> okay? And, uh, and I might, you know, I, um, this. Okay, so anyway. I woke up this morning and I saw a couple of posts trying to get people to conform and celebrate at a level. And I'm like, that's not even where we at. We were first. Why? There's nothing upsets me more than us celebrating being third when we were actually first. Okay. Or second when we were actually first and original. So I want to put, I want to, oh, I'm going to call this one first and forbidden. You've got to know, and I'm talking about how to get out. When I talk about how to get out of bed today, I'm talking about how to get out of bed black, how to get out of bed being black, how to get out of bed while black. And so this one is for you. If you subscribe, if you've been listening to this, you've been listening to how a black woman got out of bed, gets out of bed every day. Throws back the cover and all the weight of the world and steps her behind off into it. Okay. Winning, accomplishing, continuing, still breathing with all the weight of the world. You know, here's how I shift it. Okay. So I woke up this morning and now mind you, I've been, I've been deep in my exit strategy and, but I keep an eye on a few people. Right. So I'm reading, you know, of course, you got timelines, your people you follow, even if you don't follow there's some there's there's um a couple of platforms I'm on. I don't need I and can I tell you I've never really initiated a follow except for on Twitter. I follow folk I hit that follow button on Twitter. Right? Because that Twitter is like a window to the world. It didn't have any walls, it didn't have any time zones. You know, it's not like the rest of everything that wants all your data. It literally is the best search engine in the world. Anything you want to know that's going on, you can go over there and search. I searched the hashtags today, y'all. I'm surprised. There is not a lot of, it was black Twitter vote. I'm like, wait, where's the rest? I'm just scrolling and refreshing. And I'm like, wait, it's only a couple of posts from 2016, 2016, a Volvo ad, and then my post, because I'm finna rock that hashtag. Okay. So anyway, um, to this freelance opportunity that I'm working on. All right. So, um, I, I'm seeing there was a couple of posts, one about Lovecraft country. And like I said, there's the original that, and, and, uh, there is, what was the other one? Let me think. What was the other one? There was, there was another one. There was another one where just this comparison of the black version, the, the black version of the white version of something. And I'm like, okay. And I, and I literally said on one post, um, to one of my, um, blogger friends and she's working on her exit strategy as well, but I think she's probably going to, you know, get back in. She's an excellent writer, excellent photographer. Um, just, you know, in that, in a phase of life, um, having gone through some of the things that I've gone through. Um, but 
there was a post that she started, and then there was a couple of them because I said I was looking at Black Twitter. And a couple of these things early this morning, I already talking about the black version of the white version, the black version of the white version. It's a, oh, wow, this is, a, did you realize this is a black version? Listen, and I put on her post, I said, you know, it's heartbreaking. It's heart, you know what I said, it hurts my feelings. That's what I said. It hurts my feelings. I could read it. I think I could go and get it. Um, let me think. What did I say? Can I go to her post? I think I can go to her post. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's take a little trip around. Here it is right here. Okay. Hurts my feelings when all things black have to be compared to all things white. When in fact, black was first and forbidden, then copied. I want that phrase. First and forbidden. First and forbidden. As a, as a blogger. And as one who often had to check the box, okay, I'll be the black blogger. Uh, okay, give me just the black interviews. You know how they do. And um, so I would always get these pitches. And the pitch would be, this person's going to be, you know, the first black person to do this or the first black person to do that. And you got to imagine in 20 years of doing this and another 10 years prior to even becoming Dryer Buzz, um, I, you know, podcasts, radio interviews, always Always, all day long, all day long. In fact, I I know, you know, the person that has uh, black PR. So, and black PR is filled with, filled with, oh, the first black to do this. first, And so, you know, they would have their talking points when they came and, and so forth. And I would always go to the, well, why was it forbidden for so long? Nobody had an answer. Nobody thought, because you know what? And they you know what they would say to me? I never thought about it that way. That's why I do how to get out of bed. Because every day, if you if you listen to an episode, if you can get beyond the rant or get beyond the 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 whatever it is in my voice that is that intimidates the, the ear that ain't ready for the truth, you if you get past that part, you will end up saying, because this is what everybody says to me. I never thought about it that way. That's my calling to help you think about it that way. There is no first. This planet been here a long time. I, 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 I be wanting to. Let me tell you, you know, every time you hear ing word, the word B is in front of it. I've always want, I always want to say uh, forever, but forever is a little challenge right now. Uh, so I be, I be wanting to say forever. But listen, when you hear the word first in from 2020 on, I need your mind to always go to forbidden. And then she goes, you are right with an exclamation point. Hurts my feelings when all things. Let me, let me tell you what the um, post was. She shared it. She shared a post. She says, this is the best summary of Lovecraft country. And, and it is a clipping of something from Twitter. It says, why y'all ain't tell me that Lovecraft Country was just Stranger Things, Brown versus the Board of Education, compared it to uh, a white sci-fi film. Film right here in my neighborhood. They film it right around the corner right now. Okay. you. I think my street and everything else have been on this movie, Stranger Things, the little downtown of our city. I live outside of Atlanta. All things Stranger Things, that's my neighborhood. And I don't, I don't, th- I think I watched one or two shows and I was like, okay, 
I see all the forbiddenness up in this thing. All the forbiddenness in up in Stranger Things. And they this one and and this one, now mind you, uh when she screenshot the comment, it already had had 589 retweets, 200 quotes. That means people talk about 2,124 likes. Boomers, y'all did that. Boomers did that. Because let me tell you, and we talk, get into Afrofuturism, wild black, sci-fi wild black. And I, I go on to say to her, but, but that's what, and somebody says, an Afrofuturism season, a black mirror just set in Selma where the main character is Catcher Freeman and sees all of that on the boondocks. Like, all that comparison. All that comparison. All of that. Comparing everything that, that came through that wasn't forbidden. There is no one. This And then and then after I add my little two cents to it, I'm like, hurts my feelings when all things black have to be compared to all things white. When, in fact, black was first and forbidden then copy. She goes, you are right. And then I said, nobody finds reverence, reverence in future and futurism more than black souls. Everybody else seems okay with the present. We are always dreaming of a better day. Always dreaming of a better day. Every generation prior to this one saw us in 2020, everyone from the 1900s to the 1800s, the 1700s, the 1600s, and left left so much wisdom for us to survive in tw- 2000, and especially 2020. Every year, families and friends would trek off to the World's Fair and the exhibitions and all of these things. Here's what it's going to be in 2020. Be ready. We came into 2020 without nary a plan, nary a a plan for reduction. I I don't know about y'all, but I was like, wait a minute. People are like, what you got planned for 2020? Nothing. (laughs) Okay. I was like, I, 2015 hit. I'm like, okay, exit strategy. It's time for the exit strategy. Five got five years, cause everything is gone. It's like everything. I didn't get and by by 2015, I had given you everything I knew to give you. I said you need to have some technology in the home. You need to know how to code. You need to know how to do this and that. You need to know how to make something. People have been telling us, you gotta learn how to, you know, do something with your hands. You know, your mind and your education, yeah. Nobody can take that away. But there are gonna be some changes. Honey, let me tell you, ain't nobody made more money this year than people who know how to make masks. People who can pull out that sewing machine and, and cut them patterns, make their own patterns. You know, the one store that had the line around the block was the fabric store. The craft stores, think about that immediately, right? Craft stores and so forth. And then um, she says, always, always. But yet, when we see it on the screen, we celebrate, oh, 
this is the black version of this, that, and the other. All those things that we've been consuming because everything else was forbidden. So what you think of first, I want you to do this every time from 2020 on. And hey, guess what? You can go back if you want to. See, black women, we don't, we don't do that time travel stuff. It don't end well. Okay. But you can look back. You can glean from it. And every time, every time that you think that you have seen something for the first time, I want your mind to parallel that with forbidden. Forbidden. First and forbidden. First and forbidden. First black woman in space, why? It was forbidden. First black woman CEO, why? It was forbidden. First, and, and I know fellas, y'all out there too, but I'm just saying. I'm a black woman about to get out of bed. I would never step out of this bed as a black man, okay? Uh, I'm just saying. Whenever you hear the word, and look, and champion what you need to champion. That's what I'm talking about. Champion what you need to champion. All of us, everybody. If you if you can think, if you need to borrow from me to think about where you are, that's what this is for. Otherwise, I was sitting here having, I was like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa there's too much conversation with yourself. You might want to podcast this one. Every time. Because I'm going to tell you, every time I would get a pitch, a PR, um, a call, hey, would you like to interview so-and-so? They're the first African-American, this, that, and the other. How long was it forbidden? I remember when I went to a celebration, it was, what was it? a premiere. It was a premiere. Um, there was going to be an episode, an uh, interview with Miss, uh, um, what was it? Magic Johnson was doing this series, and a lot of people don't know about it because it was on the channel. It was on the channel that's the quote-unquote black version of some white channel, um, as folk believe. Um Magic Johnson did a series of one-on-one interviews with, with quote-unquote black icons who were the first after it being so forbidden for so long. And he did this one on Misty Copeland. And what I love about this particular premiere, and I'm trying to think of the, I think it was Bounce TV. It might have been Bounce. Yeah, think it was I think it might have been on Bounce TV because it had a local tie here to Atlanta and that, that network did or used to. Uh and in 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 Bounce is I don't know what I don't know what black version I don't know what white version y'all think Bounce TV is the black version. I don't know that I, see I don't my mind don't even go there. It's original. It's an original black town. And so Matt they were celebrating this the release of this series where Magic Johnson did these um one on one interviews. And in this particular episode he was gonna sit down with Misty Copeland and talk about her being the first. Um and the first uh uh prima ballerina in in this uh black dance organization. Y'all know what she got this title. But what I learned that day and what I love about see this is the part about being original. What they did for, they did a talk back after us, before, after, they introduced people before, and then a talk back after the episode, and they put on the stage those before her that had been forbidden, right? So she was the first because they had been forbidden. 
They were okay to be behind this. Hey, come can you come train the white singers, the white dancers, the can you can you lip sync for this one and that one and, and so forth? Can we have all of your moves? How do I buy all that you know, send you away and and give it to this one, the white version? See, gotta start thinking about that. The white version. I, 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 you, I have an excellent white version of you. How much to buy all of, bottle up all of your essence? And so they filled the stage with these people that had been told that, to the point that Misty Copeland was the first. Victor, Victoria, I want to say Victoria Raul, who's coming up in this Christmas movie. She was the forbidden. To the Misty Copeland, who was the first black virgin, right? She was the forbidden. And, and she talked about those that were forbidden before her and before her and before her. You cannot have a first unless there are some forbidden. Unless you are absolutely doing something never seen before. And one thing they often would always leave out in these pitches and press releases and phone calls about this person, 25, uh, remember me, 25 minutes into this, the one thing they will always leave out about this person that was about to be the first is who were the forbidden. And I would ask, well, who were, who were the forbidden? And so I love this because I, out of, I, Victoria Rowe got to tell the story about being forbidden, about how, you know, she had, she had scholarships and, 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 and made it all the way to that level, and they just wouldn't open that door for her. Nope, nope, no, no, no. They just wouldn't open that door for her and the ones who poured into her and the ones who poured into her. And when they were ready to open that door for Misty, and she said, listen, here's what she's going to need. Because they then came to her. Hey, we, we think we're going to go ahead and, and break this barrier. We think we're going we're gonna to no longer forbid. We're, no, we're going to no longer forbid, you know, this extreme talent that we've been silencing all these. We're no longer going to forbid. And she says, well, let me tell you what she's going to need in order to be, to give it, to be able to beat her all. And she talked to them about everything that they have forbidden in everyone before her. So imagine her getting out of bed, having to carry that weight of all of those women before her. Beautiful, brilliant. You know, I uh, I'm so fascinated with these reruns of the Ed Sullivan show, and my father comes comes over for Sunday dinner, and I'm talking about you know, and one of the things that I used to love about my dad, my dad's a was a DJ, he's a DJ, still 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 making music, and if he could if he could be playing parties right now, he would be. Um, and I don't know why they, they hadn't figured out, you know, his generation hadn't figured out how to safely social editions and do, and do these things. Um, I actually, there's a line dance thing coming up, but anyway, I used to, I used to come home, you know, with these, with these records, you know, my generation used to come home with these records, you know, and, uh, I, I was like, dad, can I play this record, play this record? You know, you had to be, you had to hold the albums a certain way. You got to be careful with the needle and, you know, cause that was his money, right? And so I'd play a record, and I'm just like jamming and all that. He goes, wait a minute. And he'd pull out something, and he'd play it. And I'm going like, what is this? Ah, all that sampling going on. I just realized the other day, my TikTok folk, tap in. 
Okay, the song, tap, tap, tap. You know, it's a song, but it's a TikTok trend. I even did the dance myself. One of, one of the two dance videos I've, I've done on TikTok, right? Tap In uses Blow the Whistle, my favorite song. And I'm like, and I didn't even, because of the way it's remixed, I'm like, I didn't even catch that myself. But I pulled, I wanted one. I saw one in the when I was doing it loading the TikTok the other day, and it said tap in instrumental, and I go to like, oh, yeah, I would love to, because what happens is the guy on the instrumental part did this voice, it's like tap in, tap in, and he does his little crazy voice, and that became a trend, but then I, I saw tap in instrumental, and I go to play the instrumental, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's blow the whistle, and then, of course, you know, blow the whistle is probably something original, whatever, so my dad, being a boomer, would always pull out the original. And so I was talking the other day um, about um, some of the acts. I said, Dad, you know, when I watch, because like today when you watch the rerun of Ed Sullivan, I'm like, Dad, there's a lot of black people. It was a lot of black people on Ed Sullivan. He said, no, it wasn't. He's like, he had one act and they had to go through hell. I'm like, but when they show the, the thing today, it's got three or four. He was like, yeah, those are those are different times. I said, Diana Ross was on there all the time. He was like, yeah, her and a couple others. He said, but uh, there was a protest all the time. It was only one. They were forbidden to be on that show. I, I said, Dad, I just watched the episode, and it had like three or four acts on there. He was like, no, those are edits. They're editing it. They're, they edit it now. So you get to see all of that, you know. And uh, and I was talking about all the different people that I've seen on there, and it's good to see them uh, at that time, because at that time, you know, you had to really perform music. You know, you couldn't have all this. You had to get out there and you had to sing or whatever. And they, they had tracks and all that kind of stuff, but it was kind of quite complicated. But I I I, I find it. I I was like wow because I I'm thinking because I know when I watched it, I'm like man that's in dead center in the middle of Times Square in New York. Um, I can't. I, I was having a hard time trying to imagine, you know, the way white folks was riding all them times. I'm like, that, that's and I'm like, and as white as the audience was, I'm like, that's pretty interesting that they that these black people were on a main stage like that. He was like, no, they weren't. It was it was one. If if he had one, uh, and it was a whole while in between if you saw that one and I'm like that's not how they air it today I mean hell I just watched Sammy Davis Jr. on there last night and not only that you know to see Ed Sullivan actually talk with I was like dad did he he talk with the black acts like I mean y'all should see the edits of this Ed Sullivan because I was like that I'm sitting here thinking he had to be doing near John Brown all these black people rolling up to this show, and Dad was like, "No, that's not how it went down. That's how they edited it today. That's not how it went down." And and the way in which they had to enter the thing, I said, and I, and I, uh, in my mind, I knew that was a thing, but I'm like, I'm thinking this was groundbreaking. No, it was not. Thank you. Tell somebody when they are deluged. <laughs> Bring me, particularly, y'all, we're 31, right at 31 minutes into this. Please and particularly bring me out of my delusion. And that's one of the reasons why I do, I'm so, I'm, 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 I'm so proud of um, the work that I did for 20 years in, in telling these stories. And the number of times I've heard people say to me, I never thought about it that way. Because 
And it's not that I want to go around with a pen and burst in everybody's bubble because I want you to have joy. I want you to be in a happy place. I just don't want you to be in a delusional place. I don't want you to be delusional about about this thing, you know. So when, you know, and yes, there are there are many firsts that we, we need to celebrate because, you know, it is hard. If, if you see somebody and their accomplishment, please celebrate them because that's the hardest thing to do is to talk about what gives you joy, what makes you happy. That's the whole futurism thing. It means you made it to a day where you can allow your, 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 your self to be ecstatic about something because it's forbidden. I went through a long time of my life hiding my absolute joy because in that in the world I was in a world and a time and a place and a space where it was forbidden. Where are you smiling at? What's what you know, I remember I got called into the boss's office one time because I was like happy. This guy had to work had to work with this this it the spirit went it ooh, I don't even know how to describe this guy. He 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 had a he had he had a lot of problems and um he wanted his thing was I think he was trying to intimidate me and it's not I'm not easy to intimidate I will throw it back at you and so therefore I intimidated him uh, and being an inch taller or whatever you know that was part of it as well because whenever he would come to my presence I would stand I would never sit and let him talk I would stand you know I would get the one up you know I'm gonna get the one up but he would always ask me you know he wanted me to be an ally I know that now because I, I'm I there's some things that I have to have some growth moments too. He he thought in this space and in this place we should have been allies, and it wasn't a black, it wasn't a what's up my sister, what's up my brother. It wasn't that wasn't that kind of thing because we probably would have been allies. It was it was another um, it was another person of I don't know I don't, I I couldn't never one of the reasons I didn't I didn't ally with him because I could never really figure out how he identified. Right, and he had a, he had a couple of boxes he could have checked, but I, I didn't. It seemed like okay, you gonna check him over here, but he was switching. He was switching up on. And I'm like, okay, I can't do the switch because I I need to know who you are at all times. And so when there were times he would try to corner me to ally up, if y'all can understand that, you know. But okay, it can't just be when we, you and I run into each other, cause I'm me twenty four seven. I bring I bring all of me up in here. In fact, you know I don't even bring all of me up in here. I bring what's necessary. But I'm the same. Everybody in here knows the same person, right? Well, you know, I'm I'm eh, I, there. Are a couple of us we know each other outside of here that I've allowed us to know each other outside of here. You know, I, I grant my permissions. You know, some. You know, there's a little bit going on there. But anyway, so what was happening was he kept trying to ally up with me. And so he would ask me, he would only speak to me when it was just us. And so what would happen was he would always ask me, how, how, good morning, how you doing? Good morning, how you, I'm, good morning, I'm absolutely wonderful. And I keep it moving, right? So... I got called into the office one day by both our bosses and was asked about this interchange that he and I would always have. And I'm like, damn, really? This is this is a thing, you know? I'm like, this is a thing. He's like, well, it's just that, you know, he says he asks you how you doing and you're always absolutely wonderful. 
And I'm like, okay, yeah, because by the time I step through that door, when I come across that threshold, that's what I am. You know, because if I make it here with all the, I, you know, that I have to leave on the other side of that door, that's not work. When I come across that threshold, I, it's my intent to be absolutely wonderful. I said, I'm going to tell you, and you can tell him, or do I need to tell him, don't ever, don't ever bring me in here on no mess like this again. Don't, don't ever, don't do this. This is not a thing. This, you know, now mind you, I'm talking to the man who owned the guy, owned the company. Okay. I'm talking to the man who owns the gun. This is how far this thing then got. Like, and it's, it's creating, it's creating what? Can we talk about, cause, cause if we really, well, let me, let me tell you how you look at this situation. This man has come to you and, and told you that when no one else is around and he tries to corner me, okay, he then is intimidated by the fact that I say I'm absolutely wonderful. When Did you question him on why it is that he keeps trying to find these moments to be alone with me in this workplace? Now, do you want to ask me how I feel about that? Because usually when he says it to me, there's no one else around. How is it that he gets up, gets dressed, comes in this place, and it is his intent to find me? Because we don't even work in the same, we work on two different ends of this building, or this office space. You know? And yes, we have to engage. But um, the man came here and told you that when he finds me, Whereas there's no one else around. Because he don't, he don't ask. I said, you've seen the two of us in a room together. He don't have nothing to say to me. I said, now, I'm getting ready to go back to my desk. Y'all work this out. But don't bring me in. I know, y'all. I know you've never seen that before. you never heard that. I know. I do things like that that's never been seen. I will cause you to think of something differently. That's what I do. That's why it's called how I got out of bed. It's called how to get out of bed. How I, and it's about how I get out of bed. I get out of bed like that daily. Because I know you can change the future. I know you can be, I know you could be this one. And, and yeah, I'm going, now listen, listen. Don't do it the way I did it. Do what's on your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit. Do what it is so that you don't have to come home at the end of the day and bring all that weight and process all this stuff. There's more, there's more ways to do this. And when I tell you, I, I'm going to tell y'all, walking down that hall, speaking for myself, speaking up for myself, giving them another way to look at this. Like, I know that's the version you heard, but now let me tell you how it ought to be interpreted. Five minutes later, walking down that hall, he came out of the, the, the little man came out of that office fire red and almost looked like he had been in tears. And boom, went on past me like I better not ever speak to her again. Oh, and then some other things were restructured. Yeah, y'all don't have to engage no more. <laughs> Thank you. Now imagine if I would have said, "Okay, I'm, I'm sorry," and, and and went on to spend the rest of my days with like him asking, "How are you today?" Oh, what was me? No, 
absolutely wonderful. Because it is my intent that I'm going to be that this day and all my days are going to be absolutely wonderful. And I know that they're not going to be. But if I intend for them to be, that means the least I'm going to do is allow you to impact them. The least I'm going to do, the most I'm going to do is not allow you to impact. I got to, there's enough. There's enough that's already going to happen. I'm not going to put the weight of anything else on it, on my shoulders, in my lap, on my heart, on my mind, and on my spirit. And today, y'all, I'm getting ready to get out of here. We're 40 into this. It's a Tuesday. That means I ain't got nothing. No, I wish I could say I ain't got nothing to do. Um, I got to watch my email. I've got to edit some videos. I've got to post some social media. I've got to continue to do inventory. I've got, I've got some I've got some soaps in coming out. I've got some soaps that I get. I, I cut, I cut three loaves yesterday and I'm getting ready to do three more. Uh, I'm mega restocking. We've got a mega restocking going on uh, as we get ready to go into the holiday season. People are ordering for their gift baskets. We won't have gift baskets. We have gift cards um, because I have a number of large orders that are um uh, going and so we don't have a, won't have a Tuesday sale today. Um we will have our Friday sale so get ready for that. But we also um working on some things on the site as again as we get ready for the holiday season. And I like I said, I don't know listen <laughs> this is my first holiday season having an actual tangible product. So y'all I am still learning along the way and I'm so glad and so thankful for the support you've heard me as I talk about this, you know, my, when I in twenty fifteen started to work on my exit strategy, I started writing down what just happened in in my life, how I created what became a brand, you know, just just in my love for writing, in my love for storytelling, pioneering an industry, uh, the blogosphere. Uh, influencer marketing, all that kind of stuff, being at the forefront of that, and then getting ready to exit out of that until, you know, I'm I'm like trying to enjoy some semblance of retirement. Um, and now, you know, grabbing my phone, my camera, and going back out and doing something. Yesterday felt absolutely awesome and amazing again to see, to sit and to produce. I had to put on my producer hat, like, okay, this is what they're presenting. How could I then take that, what they did yesterday? And this is my my job with this is to take what they did yesterday and make sure that they have some assets um, that they can then use from that on, on social media. Cause I wrote the book on it. So they were like, okay, since you wrote the book on it, can you help us out with this thing? And so um, here we are. So that's something I got to work on for the next couple of days, work on also the website. Um, but probably going to, um, because of, because of some of the larger orders that are coming in for the holiday um, we are going into, um, not necessarily like a wholesale mode cause it's still on the retail level, re- retail level. Um, but just the orders are a little bit larger than we anticipated. And so I will be knocking out some stuff, uh, as we get ready for Christmas. So we're going to take it a little easy here in October and November got this is mega holiday season we got halloween we got thanksgiving and we got christmas and you got new year's and then you got super bowl you've got uh let's see what else 
Martin Luther King Day, and then it just keeps going. And it keeps going. When you have a tangible product, it cycles on through all the way up until Memorial Day. It's only between Memorial Day and Labor Day where you really, truly get a break uh, and, and really get to plan. And so I am, I'm still learning. I'm learning a lot. Not only am I still learning to elevate the craft uh, level, but also managing, you know, because the digital side is like, it's infinite. You know, I could, you know, sell a thousand books and still be keep going. It's like, wait, what do you mean you need a thousand of, of, of a tangible product? That's a whole, that's a whole other, that's a whole other thing. And so, um, yeah, so I've got to scale. I've got to learn. And it too, and it's, it's exciting. And I'm not the first. And the good thing about it is I'm not the first. I have some amazing people that I can, can turn to into this. And I love that. Um, I, I got a, um, there was a piece of content out there, a, 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 a article, not article, but a um, video, a shout out, um, a darn near commercial, infomercial on what we're doing. And the way that I found out was through uh, a top individual that I have most, the utmost respect for. And for them to see it at their level, I was like, whoa. And then I was like, okay, well, help me see it at my level. So really excited about it. And uh, my family's excited about this thing. And I'm talking about the soap, the soap room, um, the soaps and so forth. And so yesterday we got some amazing calls. Like I said, when I went out, I love when I go out. And I'm not out a lot. You guys know that. But to hear people say, when I walked up uh, yesterday, somebody said, "You did you bring anything from the kitchen?" I'm like, "No, I'm not here to. Ca- I'm not catering this. Evening. I'm not." They saw me and they were like, "They thought maybe I was doing the food." I'm like, "No, that's just for the TikTok. I I don't cater. I'm not a caterer. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not doing the food. You know, you got the lemonade. Did you bring? I didn't even have a bar of soap in my bag. Okay, I'm like, and 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 only and I and I normally. Well, I don't, there is no, and that's the thing. It's like 2020 has been, we don't know what we normally do. I don't normally leave the house. So no, I don't normally have, I don't normally have soap. I did go to one event and I did take some soap, but I haven't been out uh, to do anything 45, almost 46 into this. Um, so I don't know to have, and because the funny part was I went to the mall on Sunday and I went to the vitamins um, store because I was looking for some different vitamin additives. I want to do a, a vitamin bar. And so I was trying to, I went in to ask, you know, some questions and I'm asking the guy questions. And he was like, wait, you make soap? And he was like, what's your, what's your website? And I happened to have simply learned to have the QR code on my phone and the person just holds their phone up to your phone, like bam, they're on your website. We went from me trying to buy vitamins to him trying to buy buy soap. He's like, and he goes, okay, wait, okay, you know, he's we're talking about, and he's like, okay, wait, you came in here to buy something, here I am buying something. Put, I, I'll do this when I get home. What did you need? I was like, well, I was looking for, um, I was looking for liquid vitamins and 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 finding out, you know, if it's something that I can can do to create this. I'm trying to create um a really enriched bar, unique. Um, but at a certain, to get, to have a certain, something at a certain price point and so forth and so on. Again, you know, still learning and so forth. And it's basically you create, uh, for those of you that have, 
you know, websites and things. You just create this one conversation piece. You know, it's not that everybody's going to buy it. It's a, it's a custom. It's a custom thing. So I wanted to test out um, this custom bar and uh, because it's recommended, you know, in, in as far as the industry goes, it's recommended that you have, you know, a couple of custom items um, at certain price points. And so I said, I want to create this, you know, custom bar that people can order because we all know. And who, who wrote the book on it? I wrote the book on about how you have your uh, minimum customer, your medium customer, and your maximum customer, your premium customer, right? Wrote the book on it. Go download it in the bookstore at Shop Dryer Buzz. Everything that I, everything you hear me allude to, talk about, or plug is at Shop dryerbuzz.com uh, and at 40 ma- 48 minutes since this, I'm going to take another two to tell you because you know this thing does cut off in an hour so I can't talk forever so don't think I'm going to ever be on talking forever if I ever have to give you two whoo child um, but yeah def- definitely go to shop dryer buzz you're going to see the soap store the bookstore and we're also in the process I, I, y'all I, I know I'm still trying to do the recipes. Uh, I'm still trying to get Petty Betty's sweet potato cheesecake recipe uh, for a download. And the recipes are for a download because you can go out there. You can watch the TikTok a million times. You can go watch the YouTube a million times. Or you can just simply download the recipe. Okay. And so um, my macaroni cheese sauce, the sauce that I use for the macaroni cheese. Anybody can make macaroni cheese. But you want my sauce, I'm going to put that on there. Uh, the lemonade is out there. The salmon uh, patties is out there. And then uh, as we go into, like, the one for the cranberry sauce, so we're putting that on there as well. Again, you can go watch the YouTube video a million times. You can watch TikTok a million times. Or you can just simply download the recipes. And so just go to the shop dryer bus, click on the kitchen, or click on either of the stores, and you'll get all the buzz, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm not the first. And if 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 you think I'm the first... I want you to ask yourself, who else, who who was forbidden? The only way you could be the first in 2020 is somebody had to be forbidden. Speak to their spirit. Speak to their soul. Speak to what they left behind and letting us know. I'm over here listening. The book that I'm listening to now, I had a Zora Neale Hurston download. And uh, that's what I'm listening to. I need to go start it over because I started listening to it uh, as one of my sleeper, the books that put you to sleep. But every time I start playing it, they get good. And I'm like, wait a minute, I got to come back to that in the morning. So, but that's it. Um, have yourselves uh, a grand, great, wonderful day because you deserve it. Don't be the first. Don't be the first. Can I tell you that much? Don't be the first. You know, there are a lot of people out there want to be the first and never ask about those that were forbidden. All right, have yourselves a great day, y'all. Do me one more favor. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.